1: What's going on, everyone? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Final score at Gillette Stadium. The Patriots fall to the Kansas City Chiefs 23 to 16. Marv, I'm one guy. And I know, you know, sports officials, you can always get them depending on the calls or whatnot. But I'm always one guy that usually says, you know, "Don't, don't play for the officials. Keep playing your game. Play through it. You know, you got to just play a game and can't really bank on what the officials do and don't do. I can blatantly and easily say today, Patriots got screwed.
0: Patriots did not lose to the Kansas City Patriots Chiefs. got screwed today. They lost to the wildlife zebras. That's what I'm going to call them. That was their opponent tonight in the second half. Look, we're going to come off as homers. We're going to come off as, oh, we're complaining. We're blaming the game on the referees. But listen here. The refs screwed the Patriots that second half, and I don't remember seeing a game. Obviously, I'm biased talking about the Patriots, where you the, you get screwed play after play after play, where it got to the point where it was too much to handle. Starting off, starting off with the um, the fumble that they caused on Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. and Stefan Gilmore was on his way to score six, and they said. No, no, thanks. It's just going to be a fumble because they they had a phantom whistle. You move on there. You finally get down the field. Nikhil Harry looks like he scored a touchdown. Clear Claire, as day. They said he was out of bounds. Then you you end up scoring three points. Fast forward. You stop the Kansas City Chiefs again. You're you're trying to go down the field. Philip Dorsett pass interference. Like there's so many more plays I can talk about, but. The referees were so bad. And on top of that, you've already wasted two challenges because of how bad the team, the referees were doing. So you weren't able to even save yourself from the from the damage that the refs did in this game. Final score, yes, it was 23-16. to 16, But Patriots had dominated the second half of this game. Dominated the second half of this game and were not given a fair chance to really come back.
1: Yeah, let me make sure this is clear. Understand this is the Patriots post game show, so we're going to talk everything Patriots and how they performed and break down the game and, and what happened. But let's be clear as Patriots, you know, fans that I am, that you are, we still call it down. The I middle.
0: mean, you guys have been watching us long enough,
1: we call it down the middle. So I don't care if you're a Patriots fan, you're not a Patriots fan, I don't care if you hate the Patriots. You know, you're sick and tired of them winning. You're sick and tired of Belichick and Brady. Whatever. Put that aside. Let's talk about the game that actually took place and how the referees of this game, the officiating crew, blew multiple calls. Yes, were those calls maybe helped the Patriots, be in favor of the Patriots? Sure. The Patriots were one of the two teams playing in the game. Absolutely. But regardless of how you feel about the Patriots or the Chiefs or whatever, if you're just talking about the game that took place, the football game that took place, the referees screwed up, and it took a lot of opportunities and chances away for the New England Patriots to be in this game, to possibly tie the game, to possibly take the lead. That's just what it boils down to. The referees screwed. You know, people will come in the comments say it's Ref Gate or Patriots got robbed. Sure, whatever way you want to sum it up, whatever phrase you want to use, whatever. Uh, line you want to say the fact still remains the referees had a bad game
0: right and now that we got that out the way the refs sucked especially the second half going forward we still got to talk about 16 points that the Patriots only put up against this Kansas City Chiefs defense and that is still unacceptable The Patriots still found a way to struggle offensively moving the ball. The times where they finally got were able to get free, you had the flea flicker. You had the James White pass. Like, it's taking a lot for this offense to get things going. The running game, non-existent. We saw, I'm not even looking at the thing, right? Yes, Burkhead led the team in rushes with seven. That, that right there should tell tell you all. Sony Michelle nowhere to be found. Five carries, eight yards. James White, we we know what he's utilized for. He's not utilized for the rushing game. He has six carries, probably the best one out the rushers out the team. Six rushes, thirty three yards. The one rush touchdown you got was from Brandon Bolden on the outside, but you're still not able to move the ball offensively.
1: Yeah, this running game is non-existent. And that's.
0: That's a tr- that's a problem.
1: It's, it was definitely non-existent today. Again, like Marv just said, I want to reiterate: Sony Michelle, five carries for eight yards. <laughs> five carries for eight yards. And you all right, Michelle doesn't have it going. The next guy to step up, sure, Rex Burkhead, seven carries for fifteen yards, two point one yards per carry. Sony Michelle, you can do the math: five carries for eight yards, one point six yards per carry. The running game being non-existent doesn't help anything. Then you move past the running game, the offensive line. I know people are so hyped. Isaiah wins back. Isaiah wins back, and he's gonna be great, and it's gonna help protect Brady. Don't get me wrong. Isaiah win is a step up from Newhouse. My my stray cat that I see running down the street is a step up from Newhouse. Jesus. But the fact still remains that the offensive line is putrid,
0: putrid, putrid, putrid.
1: Newhouse, uh, Zayn Wynn, doesn't matter. All of them across the board collectively are struggling as a unit to help the run game and help protect Tom Brady. You move past the offensive line. Tom Brady, let's be straight up. He's not Mr. Accurate right now. Some of his balls are not what we've seen from him over the years. That also plays into the part of a not having enough time in the pocket, which falls a little bit on the offensive line. But Tom Brady himself, we've all seen, and if you can't agree with this, I don't know what you're watching. But Tom Brady is not super accurate like he's been over the years.
0: Yeah, and we could just talk about that f- the first half, you know, missing missing plays, right? Missing Edelman on that on that fourth down where you needed to um move on. But prior to missing Edelman that first fourth down, that third down, you have Jacoby Myers who, who drops the ball. So it's offensively, everywhere you're looking at it's just not looking good.
1: Yeah. I mean then you look at the wide receivers and the guys that they have out there, it's confusing. It's confusing because You see these guys set up. I don't know what's happening to Jacoby Myers. I don't know. I don't know. Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Ellsbury, whatever the heck you want to call it. Don't do that. I saw you tweet that. Don't do that. (laughs) What happened to the guy? This is a guy who had all the hype coming out of the preseason, all the hype, all the Patriots found a gem an undrafted free agent, you know, that they brought to the team. And he looked great. Now, when they're actually really needing to rely on him, He's not stepping up in big moments and opportunities.
0: Yeah, the the touchdown that we're talking about the Philip Dorsett play, right, where it was a pass interference later on the, or was it the Nikhil Harry play where we they called it out of bounds, right? Yes. You move forward, and then there was a play where you threw the ball to Jacoby Myers, and it looked like it was a touchdown at first, and then you see he didn't, he wasn't able to reel it in. Yeah, out muscled. And then, yeah, there's another play where down the field where it was a pass interference on Jacoby Myers. He couldn't reel it in because he was out muscle. There's this place where you look at him, you see, okay, this is not a stud. You know, he's not someone who's going to make incredible plays. He's he's reliable at times, but he's not a huge playmaker. I mean, there's a reason that somehow he went undrafted in the league. And we can see that there's mistakes there. Nikhil Harry. He's been showing us glimpses, glimpses, glimpses that he could be something special, but we haven't really seen it all day. He's, it's like, I think someone mentioned it in even the comments. He's in the doghouse, so we haven't been able to see much of him. Sanu is starting to look at, like this Sanu thing hasn't really been working out. He's, yeah. not able, he's not able to, one, separate from the corners. And when he's given opportunity, he's not making the best out of it. The best game he had was against the um, Baltimore Ravens where you got your break speed off. So offensively, everywhere is looking bad. James White, Julian Edelman. That's it. That, that's it. <laughs> that That is your offense. James White, it seemed like they saved him for the second half. Utilize him more if you have to. Like... If it's not working with Sony Michels, not working with Burkhead, it's okay to just have one running back out there. That's how you football used to be played. <laughs> with just one running back out there and letting him do work because this offense is very very limited. I know everyone's talking about the refs and we got robbed and we spoke about it. We yes. spoke about it in the first 5 minutes on the show and we just can't keep bringing it up. <laughs> you know, we got to talk about what happened in this game. The first half, Mike, once again, and this is crazy for me to say this, and people might go wild. But the first half, the Patriots once again got outcoached. Outcoached, simply another week, third week in a row where an offense knows what to do against your defense, where they put them in the pistol, and your defense is is lost. They don't know what they don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. Third week in a row that a team is able to out-scheme you or know how to play around it. You would think after the ravens game that's something that would be a point of emphasis and then the houston texans they did the same thing against you then you have the kansas city chiefs doing the pistol formation once again what like defensively yes they played great they only allowed those chiefs to score three points in the second half but that first half right there there was there was areas where you were supposed to try to do something they couldn't obviously travis kelsey he got the best of everyone travis kelsey could do whatever he wanted except for when we finally forced that fumble against the team because yo you have some playmakers you got Tyreek Hill.
1: you have um travis kelsey and those guys did what they do best yeah i mean the the uh, um, Kansas City Chiefs offense came out and they tried a couple of different things. And for the most part, they worked. But for the most part, collectively, if you look at the whole game, Patriots defense held their own for the most part. Yes, you had that play there with the they ran the pistol. Um, Travis Kelsey got that touchdown. But for the most part, I would say the Patriots did the defense did enough to put this team in a position. Yeah. You're telling me 20, you're holding Kansas
0: City to 23 points. It's I'm not I'm, bad. I'm not You can't ha- I'm be not mad, mad at that. that.
1: Especially talking about in the second half, you only gave up what? Three points. three points. Three points you gave up in the second half. The defense stepped up. But here's again, like you just talked about, you know, a couple weeks now where the Patriots get an outcoach. It's a couple weeks now where a part of that, the offense, in a sense, is nowhere to be found. They continue to struggle. This offense completely lost their mojo. I don't know where. I can't pinpoint it when. Some people say the, the moment you got rid of Antonio Brown might have been it. Or maybe it's the moment that you shipped on um, me, you you decided to get rid of Josh Gordon. I don't know where it, where it was, but somewhere along the way, this offense lost its mojo. You know, you played. The the Browns, where you put up 27, then you lost to the Ravens. You put up 27 because the Browns gave you a couple. True. That guys. is also true. Um, You play the Ravens where you score just 20. And then from there, it's just been downhill. You put up 17 against the Eagles. You got that win. Sure. You luckily beat the Cowboys. Cowboys suck. You beat, put up you 13 it. to beat them. The uh, Texans, you only put up 22. You take the loss. Chiefs, you only put up 16. Like, this offense, it's- Brady the weapons. I saw a comment earlier that said, when I was talking about Jacoby Myers, you know, not doing anything, he kind of sucks. The comment says something along the lines of, you know, he's a rookie. Why are you expecting so much from a rookie? You're right. You're right. I shouldn't be expecting so much from a team that should be so much from a rookie for a team that should be contending for a Super Bowl. I've said this before, whether it's been on this post game show, I've said it maybe on the round table that we do. There's no reason why Brady being a veteran quarterback with a team that is supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team, this is the wide receivers he has to be set up with to move along the season. Not not Belichick's fault. He brought him in. He brought him in. He brought him in. Josh Gordon, we still don't know what happened there. Um, Antonio Brown, he shot himself Sanu in the foot. Edelman. Sanu Edelman. Sunu Edelman, sure, but he was like a veteran receivers. I can't, li- I can't, I'd be lying to you if I said I'm not happy that. Demarius Thomas was Demarius on Tom- Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry shouldn't have prominent roles on this offense. I don't know. I'm saying that, but I don't know, like, maybe who they should have in replacement or guys out there. That there even, isn't. There's not much. But at the same time, you're in a tough situation where you're banking on this offense to produce with a guy who went undrafted. For some reason, he went undrafted. <laughs> we might be starting to see that now. And Nikhil Harry is still trying to find his footing. The guy can't even get on the field. We're talking about a guy who finished the game, the number one pick in the draft, finished the game with uh one target. I mean, it was eight. Hey, it was a great play, too. He tried his best to get his touchdown, the ref screwed he him, whatever. Got the touchdown. He got the touchdown. But still, one target for your number one draft pick, who should be fully healthy now on the field. Yeah. And
0: I would love to see Dorset more. I would love to see Dorset. On this offense, more well, we we saw that he caused a, early in the game. He caused a PI, and then he went got sent to the medical tent later in the game. But utilized Dorsett. He's been a guy that Brady has relied on in the past, and he's always delivered. So, I don't, so I really don't know what's going on with that. But you know, people in the comments saying adjustments need to be made. When is it going to happen? Because you're not. It's not like you're facing tough defenses, here, Mike. Kansas City Chiefs are one of the worst. One of the worst defenses in the league. And once again, you are only able to put up seven, 16 points against them. Granted, it should have been 20. Should have been 20. we, we Or even more than that, because we're talking about the defense should have scored two. We get it. We understand the ref screwed everything up. But you need to be able to score. Too many plays left out on their field. Yeah, man.
1: It's, again, it falls back onto... The fact that this offense just can't, you know, put points on the board. They're really struggling. And then next to that, you know, obviously there were games early in the season where the defense were able to cause turnovers, you know, get a pick six, fumble recovery, return for a touchdown. And you mean those plays that when they happen, they're great. If your defense is able to provide 14 points for you in a game, you have to be very happy with that. But you can't bank on that happening every week. You have an offense for a reason. The offense needs to go out there and put points up. And Brady, the weapons, McDaniel's, the running game—it's just not happening. Right this now.
0: is what drove me crazy about um, this offense in this game. So earlier, you're talking about causing turnovers, right? You had a bl- you had a block punt. You had a block punt in this game where you got set up in good field position and were able to put zero on the field, freeing and out right away. That's unacceptable. You got to capitalize, especially against a Your opponent, who's an offensive juggernaut, you you have to capitalize on opportunities like that. And they weren't able to. Like we said, that first half of the Patriots was bad. They got booed off the field. (laughs) Like, it it was not a good showing at all. Luckily, they were able to pick it up. Someone in the comments said the Patriots' defense was worse. They clearly didn't watch the game because the second half, Patriots did adjustments, and they shut Patrick Mahomes down for the most part. Caused caused the fumble. Stopped Tyreek Hill from going crazy. Contained him.
1: Patriots defense was not the reason why you lost this game whatsoever. Yeah, man. And uh, you know, the more I sit here and continue to think about it and analyze it, if you've been watching this show, um, you've known that since the week they faced um, the Cleveland Browns, I said Patriots are going to now start to go on this stretch where they're going to face solid teams. You know, my prediction coming into the season was that the Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, those six teams were going to be a tough stretch for the Patriots. Going off of that stretch that I looked at to come to looked at at the beginning of the season, the Patriots come through that stretch now three and three, three wins, three losses. You know, you beat the Browns, you beat the Eagles, you beat the Cowboys, losses to the Ravens, Texans, Chiefs. Are we looking at a team that is really struggling offensively? Like, this is an issue that we need Clearly. to have major, major, major concern about? Or is this just the fact that they've faced some tough teams over the last six weeks? No, it's the it's the former.
0: This offense sucks, Mike. <laughs> there's, no, there's no excuse about who your opponent you're facing. Mike, we're talking about this three sides of the field. Three sides, three positions. There's the offenses, the defenses, special teams. And you face tough teams, sure. None of them where their defense was was elite. Kansas City, people probably would have looked at that prior to the season and said, oh, this would have been your toughest matchup. And you were only able to put up 16 points. You listed up the scores of, of all six games. Most of them, if you scored in the 20s, is because your defense was scoring. You
1: know, as much as we're sitting here talking about the offense, how bad they've been, the issues going on, here's probably a bright spot in this whole situation now with the struggling offense. The last three games, obviously the Bills are a tough opponent, but you take on the Bengals and the Dolphins. Here's a chance, especially starting next week against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are like one in yeah you going twelve whatever happens you're gonna smack that yeah that team's getting smacked but okay and now you're like you say that they should get smacked here's a chance to start to right the ship and build some confidence. The team suffered back to back losses, something that Belichick and the Patriots don't usually do. But if you want to talk about a time where you can maybe get things back on track. Fix the offense, gain some, regain some confidence as you head towards the end of the season. Look towards the postseason. You have to come out with a solid game against Cincinnati. So, this reminds you a little bit of last year, right?
0: Patriots playing horrible. We all believe that last year's team is is not a Super Bowl team, and if they weren't in the AFC East last year, they're not. They're not getting a bye week. Similar situation this week, this year. Where two out of three teams should be fairly easy. You Mm -hmm. should beat the. You have one tough game against the Bills, but the Bills will be. You'll be facing the Bills here, at home. If you win out these three games, that's a lot of confidence. Go and you, you get a bye. and you get the next game is at home. There's a lot of confidence going into those three. Two, three games after you win, just like last year. Last year was the same scenario. Team is struggling offensively, defensively. Yeah. They start to really get things going. Beat the um they beat the Dolphins, beat the Jets, or whatever. Move on, get the bye, go into go in, beat the Chargers first game, and then they face Kansas City. Something similar can happen this year as well. Where you you beat all these teams, you go and you get your first game at New England. And then your next game, you have to go face the Ravens. The only thing this year is possibly your first game that you get could easily be Kansas City. Yep. Or the Buffalo Bills, who are better opponents than the the Los Angeles Chargers, whatever they're called. So it's definitely going to be a harder harder road to the Super Bowl this year. But similar scenarios like you mentioned.
1: Yeah. I mean... I think what it, what it all really boils down to is the fact that you're hoping that Patriots can right the ship a little bit within these next two games. Obviously, I think we're all in agreement. You should beat the, 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 the Bengals. Yeah. If you lose to the Bengals, now you're not going to see <laughs> big players
0: against the Bengals. If you
1: lose to the Bengals, then you can really – If you haven't, I don't know if some people have officially pushed a panic button. I haven't pushed a panic button. But if you lose to the Bengals, depending on how that game goes and it's a loss, now I'm really questioning how far this team will go. But I believe a Bengals victory will come. Um, then if you could take on the Bills, and yes, the Bills have been a solid you know, team throughout the whole season, but you face the Bills in New England. If you get a dominant performance against the Bills, you know, it'll definitely raise a lot of confidence and faith in this team all around. Are the Bills the Ravens? no Are the bills of chiefs no but the bills have been performing very well this season bills mafia whatever they're called you get that win dolphins you know they're not really playing for anything but it'd be good to end the season on a high note whether you get it you're getting the you know a buy or not you want to end the season on a high note one one end it healthy with everybody healthy and yeah. two ended on a high note so it remains to be seen again pitchers has got the real tough stretch real tough stretch of solid teams all teams are either in contention fighting for contention still have something to play for other than the browns most of these teams oh probably the eagles and cowboys <laughs> <laughs> now
0: and in looking into the um the second the second half as well there were some positives absolutely there were some positives you know let's take away the refs and everything like that patriots were finally able to move the needle a little bit against this, against uh, Kansas City's defense. You know, Edelman, what more can you say about Julian Edelman? The guy's just a warrior. A warrior. He had help. Jeez. Eight receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he he goes out there, man. He's getting double teamed, and he's still finding a way to get the ball and fight for extra yardage as he, as he always does as he continues to do in this game. I feel like the Patriots defensively played excellent against Patrick Mahomes in the second half, really contained him, really flustered him in the first half. Even in the first half, they were hitting him hard. What I didn't like about the first half, you can't let a team convert on third third and 19. You can't let them score a touchdown on two and 25. Like, those are corrections that need to be fixed easily. But second half, Mahomes was bottled up. The running game, they handled that fairly well. um, LeSean McCoy, 11 carries, 39 yards. Ware didn't go anywhere with five carries, 11 yards. You look at their receivers, like I said, Travis Kelsey was able to do whatever he wanted on that field. Yeah, Seven receptions, 66 yards. You just don't have a guy that can really cover an elite tight end. And most teams don't. Most teams just don't have that. So you got to be physical with him. And that's what they were able to do when McCourty was able – an incredible, incredible force, um, force fumble, which was so unfortunate that the refs had to screw that up because Gilmore was going to take that
1: to the house. Yeah, man, <clears throat> I'm reading a lot of comments. People are going back and forth in here. Um, but yes, a lot of positives to take away still from this game. You know, people are going to harp on the refs and how they performed and whatnot, but one thing that, for the most part, has stayed consistent, <clears throat> excuse me, throughout this season, is the fact that Patriots have a pretty solid defense, pretty solid defense. And you know, you went from the first several games of the season where it said, "Wow, not only do we have a solid defense, but the offense is pretty damn good too." Right. You know, undefeated. You, talk. I was just about to say that. I will. I'm, I, I will admit it. The start of this season. I was on a undefeated train. And my, oh my, it seems like we're light years. Seems long ago, huh? Seems like we're light years away from that talk because I thought after those first, you know, how many games they went in a row, about seven, eight games in a row, I'm thinking, whoa, this team can really go undefeated. Defense is shutting people down. Brady has a decent amount of weapons making things happen. I thought this team was going undefeated. We had a full Possible roundtable or show something talking about is nineteen zero really a possibility for this team? No,
0: it just doesn't happen. People get hurt, <laughs> things change. Yeah, it's I think like... this
1: season really goes to show me how well the stars were aligned in two thousand and seven. Yeah, the st- I mean, yes, they didn't get it done. I tried telling you there will never be an opportunity like two thousand and seven. The stars there will never be were something like aligned that. in two thousand and seven. And I thought. They were possibly aligned again this season, but here we are. <laughs> Offense sucks. Brady doesn't have any more. We don't have any weapons. You know, we we it's, it's a complete twist and change of how I felt to start the year for sure. Ryan Mooney's asking me
0: if this is the last season for Brady in New England. Ryan, with all due respect, I'm not gonna answer that question right now. Do things look good? No. Brady's mood and everything like that has really got me got me thinking. And it's, all I know is going to be a very, very interesting offseason for Tom Brady and the Patriots. I don't know what is going to happen. I'm really clueless. If I was going to pick whether he stay or not, I'm really on the fence 50-50. But ask me, ask me closer to during the end of the season.
1: I'll make my judgment there. I'm sorry for all the people that Heard me talk about 2007 and got really depressed. Go. Wasn't my intentions, but it is what it is. Um, Yeah, man. Tough, tough, tough game to lose. Tough game to lose today against the Kansas City Chiefs. This game pissed me off. It this game really didn't make a lot of people happy. This game really a little bit stay. of the Patriots play a
0: lot of the refs. But the, the, these are the games. You just don't even
1: want to watch ESPN the next day. Yeah, you don't even want to... You know, all the shows, the first
0: takes, and... Yeah, uh, you don't. You just want to just be in your little bubble. Skip
1: and, Bayless and Shannon, you know, they're all going to have their segments about the Patriots, and... You don't want to watch. You don't want
0: to really watch. It
1: is what it is, but... If you've been a Patriots fan long enough, you know, you can't really harp on these games similar to a season or two seasons ago, whatever... You lost to the Chiefs. You're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, you're on to Cincinnati. That's literally what it is. Not even just to use that that motto or whatever that Belichick had, but that's literally the case. You're on to Cincinnati, and you can hope within these next couple of games, you know, they show they something gets sparked. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. Comments are booming, though. Appreciate y'all in the comments. Absolutely, but we can all we get ready to jump to the stars and sorries, man. Unless you got more comments on this game, yeah, that's why I did the drum roll. Oh, so you I, I ready? Thought, oh, I thought you said it, was, set it I up. It
0: was ju- yeah, I'm gonna ask you on this show because I don't know what it means. But what's
1: what's uh, what's the blue mark mean on on the comment section? <laughs> you asking me? Like I know, I saw it pop up too. I don't know. But whoever said that, TJ Hannah, appreciate it. I don't know what your $1.99, you know, thanks. Does that, does that come to what? I used to put it $2, you
0: know,
1: $1. they still do a <sighs> Ah, Value meal. Value meal. Go ahead. That.
0: Hey, we appreciate Someone it. Someone send Whatever another one so
1: we get a 4 for 4 on this side. Fox. <laughs> but anyways, yes, let's get right into it. Stars and sorries of the game. Star of the game. Let's start it off with the stars. If you have some, please send them our way via the comments. But star of the game, you know, two guys. i just get it right out of there. Two guys for sure definitely receive a star of the game. Two guys who've continuously showed up week in and week out. Julian Edelman and James White. Once again, you know, we put the stats out there, but just to remind everybody, Julian Edelman, eight receptions, 95 yards, yeah. and a touchdown. James White had five receptions for 27 yards. He also ran the ball six times for 33 yards, and he also... Completed his first career pass for 35 yards, a pass that went to Jacoby Myers. Um, Shout out to those two guys. They both received stars of the game. Last couple of weeks, it seems like it's always them because they always seem to be the only bright spots in this offense. And they continue to be, you know, models of consistency for this team. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. White, Edelman, that's the duo right there offensively
0: for the New England Patriots. Got to give Devin McCourty a star as well. For that play I was just talking about, that forced fumble on Travis Kelsey was huge. He led the team in tackles tonight with nine. Devin McCourty's having one of his best seasons in New England right now. Definitely got to give him a star. Look, I don't want to do it, but I got to say it. Patrick Mahomes got his first dub against the New England Patriots. This is this is the newcomer, the up up and coming athlete. We all know what he can do in this game. Sure, he got a lot of help from the Zebras tonight, but he got his first dub. First half, he was incredible. Second half got bottled up. I'll give Kansas City their star for beating New England at New England. Don't I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. Shout out to um TJ Hanna You get a star on this show, too. Facts. For your donation. Your donation (laughs) helps us out. So we (laughs) appreciate you. You definitely get a star.
1: But, Mike, when there's the good, there's the bad. And when you're bad on this show right here, we tell you sorry. Sorry. So swing the sorries out to us for sure. Let's get the first one out the way.
0: Yeah. Speak on it, Marv. Ha yeah, 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 yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Patriots had two opponents. It was the Kansas City Chiefs and the Wildlife Zebras. You know, Wildlife Zebras, they're in every game. But usually, they make their presence known a tad bit. They don't come in and sit on the bench, call plays, and really start messing things up. But that's what the wildlife zebras did tonight against the New England Patriots. They have phantom calls. They 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 called things out of bounds when it wasn't out of bounds. Forced Bill Belichick to throw challenges and wasn't overturned. I mean, this game is as sorry as it gets for the refs. I know with there's been bad plays like in the Saints NFC Championship, where that's one major blown call. I'm talking about calls plural, horrible. The whole second half was real bad. Misspass interferences. And then when they messed up for the Patriots, they even tried to give us a makeup call with um with Kansas City. It was just a sorry ass game. Sorry ass game from the referees. And you know, everyone tomorrow is going to be talking about the Nikhil Harry non touchdown play. So, on this show, we got to give it to the sorry ass refs and give them a big fat ol sorry.
1: sorry. And this is this this sorry is like I don't if you didn't feel it, this is a serious sorry cuz the refs terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Again, I'm not one to harp on the refs. I know I'm not a professional athlete. Most basketball I ever played some pickup men's league around the way. And even in those leagues you know, if the refs don't call a foul, I know football and basketball, are two different sports. But you know, the refs don't call a foul for me. I felt like I get hacked. I don't spend time arguing with the refs. I'm not an arguer with the refs. I just go down and say whatever. Let me get to the next play. But when you're this bad and you're costing games and costing points and touchdown, like, damn, sorry ass performance. I don't know how those referees made their way out of New England. I always wondered that. But they got a secret tunnel somewhere. Private bus. Yeah, I
0: don't know how they're getting out. I don't long. know
1: how they're getting out of New England. I don't know how they're getting out of Massachusetts. Private plane somewhere. I don't know. But good luck.
0: This, was, this one was bad. This one was real bad. And everyone who's on the comment talking about we complaining and things like that, you clearly didn't watch the show. You, ju- you just jumped in. You must have just jumped <laughs> in. Because we broke this game down Completely. What else? What what else is the sorry out there? I know you
1: want to give one. Oh, yeah. I, I just seen his name to... pop up too. Just
0: be respectful with his name.
1: Jacoby Ellsbury Myers. Oh my God. Not the Boston Red Sox, Jacoby Ellsbury, the Yankees, Jacoby Ellsbury. Jesus. I don't the man went undrafted. He's which trying, which man. means his name was on the draft board, and 32 teams said, Stop. Yeah, don't we're not it. drafting that guy. But the Patriots said, Hey, we'll take a chance on him. And you know, he said, Oh, Pinterest, I thank you. You're giving me a chance. I'm so thankful. I'm gonna come here and I'm work hard and do my thing. Mike is being
0: disrespectful.
1: Went to training camp. It looked good in training camp. Look good. Went to preseason, Look good in preseason. Look good. Couple exhibition games look great. You know, a couple early games on in the season, not on the field. A couple times guys go, hey, where's Jacoby Myers? He looked good. Why isn't he getting a chance? Where's Jacoby Myers at? Well, Jacoby Myers, you on the, you on the field now. you on the field. You're getting opportunities. And Brady is putting the ball right in your mother. Ah, children's show. Come on, bro. Brady's giving you the ball in your hands. And you know what they call hands that sometimes can't catch? Stone hands. Mm. Brick hands. Ah. Hands made out of cement. Jacoby Myers Ellsbury has been very, very, especially after this game, very, 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 very. Sorry, sheesh Mike. I'm and not
0: giving Myers a I'm sorry.
1: giving him a sorry. Yeah, I'm not giving him
0: a sorry. Byers still comes out. and He makes some plays here. You call there. him Byers? That's ice cream. I said Myers. Oh, Put I some said, respect on my name. Said. I said Myers. Myers, I won't give him a sorry, but boy oh boy, his hands ain't what we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just the offense once again. Once again, you have another opportunity. To put up some points against a sorry ass defense, and you're not able to. Yeah, there's man. nobody missing. There's nobody hurt. Nah, this is the team you, you have to is, work with. This is your team right here, and boy, it's looking slow. Once it, it's like once they get to the red zone, the, this team just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, the red zone offense is
1: caca. Even there in the Bad. fourth, I'm just watching it in inside the twenty. And I'm just, I have no confidence. No, there's, there's, I have no confidence. There's nothing. There is nothing. They tried that, to go to Edelman, and even that play, I'm like, that's that's all we got because you know, we just, it was, it's tough.
0: Yeah, man, this this offense not looking good, but you move on like you Mike said to Cincinnati Bengals. Things should
1: things should start looking prettier. Should. You use that game, mop the floor with the Bengals, mop the floor with the Bengals, and give a nice little confidence boost. Yes, are they an elite team? Are you beating an elite, dominant team? No, you're not. Excuse me. I understand the Bengals; they suck. It just hasn't been their year, which seems to be the story the last several years right. for them. But you need to mop the floor to Bengals. Point blank, period. I need to see one of them early season blowouts. That the Patriots were putting up earlier in the season. I need to see that against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's just it.
0: Definitely. And everyone who's in the comments, giving likes, giving donations. Shout out <laughs> to y'all. Man, we get it. This game wasn't pretty. We might have looked frustrated out there calling people out their names and such whatnot. Yeah. But this is just a show, man. This is we have fun here. You know, give us a shout out where you're from. We'll give you guys a couple of shout outs where you are watching the Patriots post game show from.
1: Yeah, let us know. Shout out to Nick. We do the Patriots Nick, round Nick, table. Nick, you just trying to get me hyped up. Stop dropping Danny Ainge's name in this damn post game show. I don't want to talk about it, Nick. This is the Patriots Please.
0: post game show. Please don't, don't get me hyped. Like here, the here, Nick. Celtics post game show. Please
1: don't get me hyped. Here, shout out Nick. to Nick. We do
0: the Patriots round table. You could catch us during the week. Mike Nice, myself, and Nick holding it down, and we'll definitely be talking more about this Kansas City game for sure. We got our boy Eric always showing love from Nigeria, Lagos. What's the word? We got Jyron from Georgia.
1: Georgia. 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 We won't sing on this show. It's not karaoke time. But, yeah, look. Another comment again. We still getting the A-B comments. The Patriots came out and said they are not going it's to not resign Antonio Brown. Read my lips. The Patriots will not be resigning Antonio Brown. Let it go. It's tough. Believe me, it's tough. It's an easy match for Patriots Antonio Brown. It's easy, but it's not happening. We got Derek. He said Des. Des Bryant. You know, Take a chance. Bring him in for the week for training camp. If training camp. I mean, not training camp. Sorry. Bring him in for a week of practice. If he sucks, he sucks. Let him go. It can't hurt having Des Bryant out there with Nikhil and Jacoby. It can't hurt. But we'll see. We got people from
0: Ottawa watching. We got we got who we got here. Vic from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Hey. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you, whose side you want. Vic, but shout out for you to watching us from all the way over there. Yeah, man. Any last thoughts on this game, on this show?
1: Look, again, I said it again. Tough loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, especially at home, ending the Patriots' 21-game winning streak at Gillette Stadium. You know, I'm always one to say playing in Gillette is tough for opposing teams. Kansas City was able to come in and get the win, which is a rare occurrence. Um, also having to go up against the refs didn't make things any easier, but either way on to Cincinnati, that's where I'm at right now. All right. All right. This is, we got some people
0: still talking about death, but you know, we got some chief nations in the,
1: in, in the comments. Shout out to chief nations. You know, we open it. I hope we see them again. We don't I just need they, all the Patriots fans. We want people who root on for everybody. Just sports fans, football fans in general. You know, appreciate and the comments All and the everything. new people, we are here every game.
0: After every game, this is where you can find us. Patriots Post Game Show on CLNS Media. Give us a like. You know, that all of that, all the support matters. It helps. It helps us continue to do this show. So if you are a Chiefs fan, you are a Patriots fan, or you're just a football person, or you're just a fan of us. <laughs> you don't even watch football. You just appreciate like seeing you. our faces. Appreciate you. Give deep. us a little like, and we're going to continue this going every week as long as the Patriots are playing. And for us, it's been, what, a three-year streak? Three, four years? We're on a three-year streak since we've been doing this. Every year
1: we've done this post-game show, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. Oh, y'all didn't know? Hmm. Every year, Marvin and I have done this show, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. they've had some bad years. They've had some good years, but know what? It always ends is the super bowl so let's hope that that luck continues once again this is has been the clns media networks patriots post game show marvin is on mike Molino. we will see you guys next week following the game against the cincinnati Bengals. Bengals.